When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Fit for Success podcast. Brian Semling is an experienced entrepreneur with over 25 years in business. He is the founder and CEO of Blitz Innovation. He has built several brands such as Brian's Toys, a collectible toy business, to several Amazon FBA brands like Strictly Bricks and Clever Creations. His latest adventure is Rovox, a modern athleisure footwear brand which can be found at rovoxfootwear.com. On the podcast, Brian will talk with other entrepreneurs and social media influencers about their entrepreneurial journey, from what it takes to start and run a business, to how they may continue to grow their brands, and where they see themselves in their businesses in the future. And now, here's your host, Brian Semle. Welcome to the Fit for Success podcast. I'm Brian Semling. Today, our guest is Madison Gorn, the CEO of Maddie Girl Marketing. Welcome, Madison. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. We're glad to have you here and would love to uh, have you tell us about yourself and your business and how, how you got started. Definitely. So my name is Madison Gorn. I'm 20 years old and I own a full, save, full service marketing agency called Maddie Girl Marketing. So at Maddie Girl Marketing, we do everything from the branding, manufacturing, web development, all the way to pushing products in stores, organic marketing, and paid advertising. Well, that is uh, very impressive. And I want you to tell our audience about some of the other things you've done to kind of get to this point. I know you mentioned you started, I think it was back when you were 13 years old. So um, go ahead. Definitely. So at 13 years old, I created a makeup company called Maddie Girl Cosmetics. And Maddie Girl Cosmetics, The goal of it was to empower young girls and women all over the world to feel confident in themselves and that beauty is from within and it's not from makeup. Makeup just enhances a girl's beauty. So with Maddie Girl Cosmetics, I marketed it on TikTok, which ended up blowing up, which helped me a lot with my business, but it also helped me spread my message around the world. So with the success of that company, I realized the potential I had in marketing with the new tactics I was using that I didn't see other marketing agencies using. And I decided to use that with other businesses of friends and family, which led me to creating my marketing agency so I can help business owners all around the world. So 13 years old, that's very impressive. And I can kind of relate because I started my business when I was 16 years old. Uh, but 13 is even a whole nother level than 16. So how in the world did you even get started as a 13 year old? I mean, I've got a 14 year old daughter, by the way, Sony and an 11 year old son, Eric. Um, so they're about that age basically. And I imagine you need some help from parents and, and, you know, did they encourage you or how did you get started, uh, go from being a, you know, a kid, uh, you were still a kid, but you know, to, to starting a business, like what, uh, That's a pretty bold move at that age. Definitely. So growing up, my dad is a big figure in the business world. So I would always be in the car when he was on business meetings or stressed about something in business. 
So I would kind of pick up on things he was saying, as well as he would also send me to a bunch of entrepreneur camps. And then around, I think it was 12 years old, I saw Kylie Jenner come out with a makeup company. And I looked at it and I said, I want one too. So I did a bunch of research on makeup companies, private label, how you start one, how you market it. And I went to my dad and said, can I use my bot for money to fund my makeup company I want to start? And he said, go for it. Sure. So I created one product, which is a mascara. And I posted it on Instagram, LinkedIn, all of these different websites. And at first, nobody did buy it. So I just continued with it till I got that one scare to start selling. And then I started using TikTok, which basically blew up the business. Well, that's really, uh, really neat. So you've had a tremendous amount of entrepreneurial experience um, and you're only 20 years old, basically. You've had several different businesses already. Um, and I know with this uh, current marketing business that we're talking about, um, you cover also, I mean, it kind of sounds like you assist for, with sourcing, um, all the way to potential, you know, design of products, to uh, fulfillment uh, of products, to listing items on Amazon, to content creation, right? So it's like uh, all sorts of um, all sorts of stuff, basically. So congratulations with just all the things that you've tried and succeeded. I know not everything is a success, but you learn a, a lot of things you've done have succeeded, and you learn. Um, so just getting started at that young age. Um, and the young age you're still at is, I think, very, very, um, it's not necessary because there's lots of business people that don't start that young, but it sure makes it easier because now your mindset for like the whole rest, you, you don't have to get over the fear of failure, the fear of like, how do I get started? Can I do this? Right? Like you, you know, you can, uh, you can succeed. You're maybe not going to succeed every single time, but you're, you're not, um, you know, you're not going to be waiting the rest of your life. Should I get started? Should I not? Like you're not, uh, you know, you're, so you've got a lot of experience, a lot of confidence. I'm assuming you've solved a lot of problems and made a lot of customers happy. So that's, that's all good stuff. What are some of the mistakes that you've made along the way? What are some things that you would do differently if you could, uh, if you could go back things that might help other business, uh, other entrepreneurs who are getting started? Definitely. So I've definitely made a bunch of mistakes throughout this whole journey. But some of the mistakes I found was at such a young age, being an entrepreneur, I feel like I was born one. And I've heard a lot of entrepreneurs say they were born an entrepreneur. That age doesn't really matter. And there's a bunch of examples of it that no matter what people tell you that you're too young to do something, to always stick with it and follow your gut if you have the idea. Um, I've also learned that as a business owner, when you're launching a brand, do not come out with more products than you can handle. So always start small. I've had brands where they want to create a makeup line and come out with 20 products for their first launch. I would say definitely start with two to three products in the beginning. Have you made some of those mistakes yourself where you've tried more than you could handle or more than you should have? Definitely where I've launched a skincare brand before and it failed because I decided to come out with the whole line at hmm. uh, once. And when it came to keeping up with the inventory and purchasing at the minimum cost that I couldn't afford it in the end because it was still a startup. You were spread too thin, basically. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. Uh, what are some things that people who are not in business for themselves, um, what might be some misconceptions? What might be some things that people don't know about what it's like to, um, to run your own business? I would say some people, I mean, a lot of people know this, but when you are a business owner or you're working in a business, there's a lot of times where something might not work at first. And if you just stick with it a little bit longer and keep trying that same skill, you'll eventually succeed in it. So for example, even if you post one video on TikTok and that video does not blow up, it gets a hundred views. Where if you keep posting the same video or a variation of that video that you are so confident in, it will eventually get the results you want. And sorry, yeah. No, it sounds like if, if you have something you believe in, like keep sticking with it for, for at least a while, I think is, is that, is that right? Yeah. Keep sticking with it. Also, there's a lot of times where you are going to fail. And if you let those failures keep discouraging you, you won't get to the point where you will succeed. And if you never try something because someone keeps saying it's not going to work or it doesn't work at first, you will never know if you are going to succeed or not. Yeah. Who are some, uh, some people or businesses that inspire you that you, uh, that you look up to? Um, there's an advertising agency in Fort Lauderdale. It's called Zimmerman Advertising. And I went to school at Pinecrest based in Fort Lauderdale. And I am from Boca. So it was a 45 minute drive to school every morning. And so my school to get there, you have to get off a road called Cypress Creek. And his building is a big black and red building with a big V on it. So he is a advertising agency. So I would drive past that building every day. And he would put out videos every Monday and Friday, such as Motivational Monday, Fearless Friday. And I would watch them every day growing up. So he's definitely a huge inspiration to me. Somebody who is obviously local, did you know uh, the person uh, yourself or just know of them because they were in your area? I met him a few times. His name's Jordan Zimmerman. Um, his work is incredible. He does brands such as McDonald's, Chuck E. Cheese, and that is continuous. Got it. So somebody that you've known about, looked up to, you've met a few times and kind of um, at least indirectly perhaps helped you uh, get to where you are basically just kind of by the, the example that he has set. So well, that's, uh, that's really neat. What are some things you do to um, try to make sure that you live a, a healthy lifestyle with all this going on with um, obviously a tremendous amount of busyness with your business? Rovox, where fashion meets fitness. Um, some things I do is I always make sure I keep a balance between work and friends and school so I will put time blocks in my schedule where I will not work on Tuesday for example I won't work on Friday and I'll spend time with my family and friends and also I don't speak about my company around my friends try to just like put some limits on it basically so yeah well good for you to kind of uh you want to keep things um you want to be able to live a normal life beyond just being an entrepreneur, which can definitely take up a majority of your time and energy. I would, uh, 
I would imagine and can uh, can relate to as well. So, well, good. Um, as far as uh, is there any any advice that you'd be looking for with your business? Um, that any questions that you might want to run by me to um, for any any insights that I might be able to to lend. Definitely. So you mentioned before how you did a lot of selling on Amazon. And I was wondering what advice you would have to somebody who is currently selling on Amazon or who wants to start selling on Amazon. So somebody who's on Amazon or thinking about it, what would be some things they should know about or starting points to kind of get started? Well, uh, if we're looking at someone who, if they're not already using fulfillment by Amazon, that would probably be a, a starting point is it makes it very efficient to have orders uh, fulfilled. You have a lot less to worry about from a, from a logistics standpoint. As long as you can get your products to Amazon, Amazon gets them to customers in a couple days and you'll typically get a higher sell-through rate. So that would be one, um, just real immediate one, which is pretty well known and obvious if, um, if you're into it. But if you haven't, it is something to, to definitely strongly think about. Um, if we would you generally be looking at somebody who would be a reseller of other products or for somebody who might be selling their own brand of products? Cause those are two different directions that I might. Um, uh, someone selling their own products. So somebody is selling their own products. I would suggest that when you list your products on Amazon, you have, you're responsible for marketing those products on Amazon. So if you're selling, if you're reselling someone else's products, that's not so much true. Uh, with my collectible business, for example, we sell a Darth Vader action figure. The market knows what that Darth Vader action figure is, and there's a more or less established price and competition for that item. Uh, when you're selling your own, whether it's a makeup um, line of products like you've had, or whether it's like the Clever Creations wooden nutcrackers you see sitting behind me, if it's your brand and your products, um, you're responsible for uh, the content you know, pictures, the, the wording and so forth, you're responsible for the pricing and the advertising. So it's a whole, uh, you know, so you can have a great product, but if you don't have good pictures and good content, no one's going to buy it. If you don't advertise it, um, you're going to have a much lower chance of success. And if you don't price it appropriately, you're going to have a lower chance of success. When you launch something new on Amazon, you um, you don't typically have a lot of reviews or get a lot of attention. So you're going up against thousands and thousands of other sellers with millions of products that do have reviews. So oftentimes with something that is, uh, when you're launching something new, um, you may have to advertise more and or you might have to lower your, uh, start with a lower price than you'd like to, uh, to get some momentum, get some attention to your product. So those would be some some basic thoughts. Um, I guess so it's, you can't expect to be launch, ha, launching your own brand of products on Amazon and have the products just sell right out of the gate. Like you have to really put time, effort, energy in to things like the content, the advertising and managing the pricing. And oftentimes starting with a lower price or discounts or promotions that bring the price down to get uh, to get people interested. Once you get momentum and sales, then you can gradually bring the price up. Uh, hopefully, I mean, that's the goal. And then, um, and then go from there. But those would be some, some basics 
to kind of getting started with your own brand on um, on Amazon. Yeah, that's great advice. Thank you. Unfortunately, you don't typically put items up on Amazon and just have them sell. That may happen if you're selling another brand. Like I said, if you're selling a, a Star Wars Darth Vader, it will sell because the market knows what that is and you're selling, in essence, a commodity. But when you've got your own product, yeah, it's you have to make the consumers aware of that product um, and you need to entice them and get the get sales momentum going, basically. Kind of get that flywheel effect that Amazon likes to talk about um, into uh, get that flywheel moving basically. So, yeah. Uh, any other questions you want to run by me? Um, you also mentioned before how you started being an entrepreneur at a young age, just like me. Yeah. And what advice would you also give to somebody who's an entrepreneur? Now, as far as somebody who's a kid starting or a younger person, um, I would say that you're like, kind of like what you said, I would say you're, you're never too young to start. Um, it, it's the least risky, the younger you are, the less risk it is because when you're 13 years old, like you were or 16 years, like I was, you know, hopefully you've got parents who are paying the bills and taking care of you and you can afford to fail or you can succeed small and it's not a big deal. You can make a few thousand dollars and maybe it's not enough to pay a mortgage, but Hey, you don't have a mortgage. So you're fine. You know, uh, when you're, when you're older and you have a family and you have a mortgage and car payments and all this other stuff, um, there's a lot more risk in starting when you're a kid there, there's virtually no risk. So I would say if you have an idea with something you want to try, like go ahead and research it like you did and then go try it, you know, like don't research it for five years, research it for five weeks, you know, five days, maybe five months, but not, you know, and just, and go out and get started because really uh, being an entrepreneur is an adventure. And the more that the sooner you get out there, to get started on your adventure and to start learning, um, the better off and uh, better equipped you'll be. Um, you might fail, but you're going to, overall, you're still succeeding because you're learning from the process. You just can't be afraid of failing and you can't be afraid to keep trying basically. But as long as you keep trying, you will succeed um, eventually. And, you know, you and I both had reasonably quick successes when you were 13 and I was 16. And I, you know, we both tried things that didn't work out, but when you, when you keep trying things and you pay attention to the customers and the market, um, you're going to succeed. And so it's, uh, so yeah, I would absolutely encourage kids to, uh, to not, uh, in young adults, right. Not just kids, but younger people in general to be, to not think that you need to be a certain age that you need to have, um, a certain degree or that you need to have certain qualifications. If, uh, Certainly there are some things you need to have qualifications for. You can't, you know, you can't prescribe medicine without, you know, being a medical doctor, but in terms of, you know, selling products online, like uh, you and I have done, um, you can, you, you know, the only thing you really need is the willingness to try it basically. And, and probably a few dollars, um, but really not necessarily, you don't need a lot of money to get started. So I couldn't agree more. Cool. Well, it's, uh, it's been great uh, chatting with you, Maddie. Do you have any questions that I didn't ask you that uh, you wish I had? Um, I don't think so. Good deal. Well, it's been uh, wonderful having you on. And I think that um, you've got lots of, um, you know, excitement and success in your future. And it's, I'm amazed at how many different businesses and how much your current business does 
um, with you being at the age of uh, 20 and so forth. And that's fantastic. So just keep that, keep that entrepreneurial spirit going and keep, uh, you know, and good luck with everything. So thank you so much. Thank you very much for uh, joining the, uh, the podcast today. This is the Fit for Success podcast with Brian Semline.